The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Welcome back to the Adventures of Toxic City podcast. We are in episode seven. That means a week seven since we started this journey, since we started this adventure, since we started this ride. Thanks to everybody who's been with us since day one. Thanks to all the new listeners who are now going back and listen to our previous podcast with some amazing guests. We just want to thank you. I'm super excited we haven't got canceled or kicked off our network yet. That's B&E Movie Networks, um, bmoviesandebooks.com. If you want to check that out, we have tons of other great podcast by tons i mean at least two there is b movies and ebooks and there is long box small talk which uh, are getting ra- raved about from uh, uh listeners of ours i know if i had a few come and just say they really dig uh dig the show so uh anyways throwing that out there but uh thanks for coming again man we have an interesting show today we have a crazy show today we have a show that i was not prepared for that uh kind of kind of kind of flipped a switch on me and i thought i was getting something i ended up with something else that i'm actually way happier about and i'll tell you a little bit a little bit more about that in a second let me just plug a few things at toxic city comics they're our main sponsor they're the reason we do this show we are hosting from toxic city live right now by live i mean we recorded it put it out now you're listening to it and um we october 17th we have a art show one of our first art shows we're putting on you should come check it out the Amazing art, the somewhat creepy art, the somewhat unique styles of Dirk Strangely are filling these walls with his his um, his art for October for our Halloween season. Kind of launching that October seventeenth. Um, we're excited about that. That's all I'm going to say. He'll he'll be on the podcast in a few weeks, kind of explaining more about that. But October seventeenth, we are having a series by Mister Dirk Strangely called the Plague Doctors, which I'm super excited about. Um, so that's going to be filling our halls or filling our walls, I should say. Uh, pretty soon, you guys should definitely check that out. Let me tell you about today's. Uh, Today's topic, man. It's a little. It's a, let, let, let me let me just throw down. Let me let me just get real with it. Um, my friend, Mister Andrew, who I met maybe a week ago, two weeks now, I guess, week and a half, um, who is a brony. And if you don't know who a brony is, we'll explain all that. Which I've never met a real brony. Um, he came into our store just kind of looking for a, a place to host host some brony meetings, and we, we talked. And um, this guy was quirky. This guy was funny. Um, he's very unique, so, like somebody you've never met before. Says some of the almost off the wall crazy things I've heard. And I love that. I mean, that's my thing. I love unique people, people you don't meet every day with the same personalities and whatever. And this is Mr. Andrew. Um, so I said, Hey man, you want to be on this podcast thinking he's going to say some zany, funny stuff. We can all, you know, get a laugh at him, but laugh with him. Cause it's funny, man. He's just very unique, you know? And this guy came on my show and kind of blew my mind, just his views on life. And, um, I, I didn't get the response I thought I was going to get. I thought I was gonna get like some zany, quirky, and he got real serious. And, um, what, his love for My Little Pony, um, Friendship is Magic, uh, has done for his life and, and the positive outlook it's created. And I know that sounds weird and sounds crazy to a lot of people. How can this little girl show have that much effect on a grown man? Um, and he, he explains it. And, and it was very, um, you, I, it was just not what I expected. And um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty awesome and, and very positive. And anyways, I'm going to shut up and I'm going to play this interview with Mr. Andrew, who is the self-proclaimed king of the bronies um, in Galveston County, which I dig that about him. One of the most confident dudes I've met. He loves what he loves, no matter what anybody says. And that's what I dig about this guy. So just hear the interview. It was not what I expected. I expected fun and maybe some zany stuff. And I mean, I got I got a little of that, but I got something real and something serious and something um what what's someone who has passion for what they love um gets out of their collection and that's kind of what we do at toxic city we find guys that are passionate about 
the things they collect, the things they love, these statues, these figures, these comics, these characters, these books, these whatever. And, and we try to feed into that passion and, and, and these guys find joy in it. And so we try to provide that joy, you know, try, try to find an outlet to find that joy. And, um, you know, what, what kind of price can you put on happiness and, um, what, what, you know, and who's to say what makes whoever happy? How do we judge that? I don't know, man. And that's a big thing. Me and Mr. Andrew go in. I'm going to shut up. We are going to jump into this right after this uh, commercial and hope you hopefully you're checking out other podcasts on our station. That's bmoviesandebooks.com. But check it out. The king of the bronies, I should say, his majesty himself, Mr. Andrew, will be on next. Awesome. Awesome. Hang out with us. Let's get in this, baby. And we are back to the Adventures of Toxic City podcast. I have an interesting podcast for you today. Uh, Mr. Andrew, I met a week ago. I thought he was one of the most interesting people I've met in a long time. And he's in a world that I know nothing about. Um, and so I will just bring him in. Mr. Andrew. Andrew's good. Are we good with that? I'm good. Uh, you're, you're good, man. Um, what's, your, what's your thing? Why, why what are you here to talk about today? Well, what I'm here to talk about is my uh, brothers in bronyism. That's good. I mean, Andrew's a brony. And uh, like I said, he comes in here. I, I've heard about him for a while. I thought they were unicorn-like creatures. I never met one before. I just hear about these brony guys. And I, uh, you know, um, ran into Andrew last week, and he's telling me about what he's super passionate about. One, I thought it was super cool that you're into no matter what. And we just had a conversation. We both felt like, yes, bronies do get made fun of, but you don't even care. You're just like, I love this. I'm in it. I do what I want. Um, I love your boldness. I love how um, you're, you just ain't scared. You ain't afraid. You're in it. Um, how did... Is Andrew good? I know you told me last week when I met you, you had a few different names. Do you want to name any of those off? Well, yeah, my uh, equestrian name, that's what we like to call it. Okay. My, well, my, the name of my OC is Nocturne Dreamwright. Okay, what's OC? OC is an original character. A brony decides to draw what he thinks he himself or she herself would look like as a pony. I actually sat down one day and uh, with some instructions, I drew mine and I named it Nocturne Dreamwright. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. And um, awesome. And so go ahead. Keep, just keep going. Tell me about what you do and what you're into and um, what you're... T- tell me, first of all, if people don't know, I'm sure they do, we're just talking about what is a brony? Well, a brony, by most definitions, is a teenage or an, or an adult, male or female, mm-hmm. who likes and watches My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Okay, and it's just friendship is magic. That's the big... Well, some people, for the case of knowing what were in the previous generations, like to study, like myself, G1, G2, and G3, just to see what happened in the previous years before the great G4 came out. Do they they continue? Are they connected at all? No. No. They're completely different. So it's a revamp. Somebody started from the ground up, the new one or whatever. It is. Okay, very cool. What do you love about being a brony? Why did you go? How did it come about? Why did you go this path? What were you doing before? Well, I guess it's always right to start at the beginning. Okay. That's why I believe it's always the best place to start. Well, after I left Boy Scouts, I kind of had friends there, but as soon as I left, they all vanished. Okay. They weren't really, I guess, real friends. How far did you make it in Boy Scouts? Uh, I became a Silver Eagle. Okay, That's cool. the highest. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, left there and I started college at the mainland, and I really didn't have any friends. Uh, all my friends had faded away, went elsewhere, and so I basically more or less found myself alone. 
yeah, I went to church and I had my sister, but I didn't really have anyone really to talk to. And your sister is how old? She's 23. And you are? 21. Okay, she's a couple years older. Yeah. Um, Okay, I was just curious. Go ahead. And you're y'all close, you and your sister? Very close. Okay, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, yeah. I was uh, at college in the mainland just doing what I usually do. I was uh, looking at my hobbies. I'm into Bambi and uh, Walt Disney's Bambi, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. I was looking up uh, to see if there was anything new as usual. I had nothing to do, finished my college courses, and there was nothing new on anything. Okay. And so I was just killing time in the, the college library, college in the mainland. I was bored. I didn't want to go home yet. And I decided, out of desperation, to look up Cinderella, who at the time was my favorite Disney princess. Okay. See if, because they always have a different version of her coming right, out. Right, right. Anyway, and again, there was nothing new. And I was about to call it quits and go home. And at the very bottom, when I scrolled down to the bottom of YouTube, there was this little video, uh, My Little Pony Cinderella scene. And I was, I just sat there for a second. My Little Pony, isn't that, uh, isn't that a little girl show that's kind of cheesy and... Why would this be on here? I'd had, I had seen some posters for the new G4 series, but yeah. I hadn't paid attention. Anyway, I was like, well, what else am I going to do? I don't have to be anywhere, so might as well give it a, just a quick look and then forget about it. Mm-hmm. So I clicked the video, and what it was was a video from a, a little clip from the episode. Uh, the, 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 the episode in which uh, the ponies go to Canterlot for the Grand Galloping Gala. All of a sudden, the name slipped me. Anyway, and what's in the video is Rarity and Pinkie Pie, two characters in the show, they go running down the stairs. Rarity loses one of her glass slippers, and Pinkie gets all excited. Ooh, Rarity, your glass slipper, now your prince is sure <laughs> to find you. And Rarity panics, turns around, smashes her own shoe. Okay. And I just kicked back. I was like, why would Cinderella do that? Uh, so I watched the video again, and I was even more confused. So I decided, okay, I need to know what's going on. Of course. So I course. saw the whole episode, uh, which is the best night ever. That's what it was called, best night ever. Anyway, I saw the whole episode, and I was like, when I was done, this is impressive. This is My Little Pony. So what, what impressed you? The, what, the script, the animation, the what? The animation was just marvelous. I never even imagined seeing this. The, uh, the colors were so, it was beautiful, it was, it was creative, it was mind-boggling. The music, this was a, a, an episode that happened to have a really good musical number, right. was just fabulous. Uh, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing and hearing. It was just stupendous. And I was like, I need to know more about this. What is this? And I found out the show was called Friendship is Magic, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Okay. And it had just finished its third season. This was back in 2013, of course. And so I decided I'm going to see how what happened at the beginning and see if I like this or not, if it's worth it. I like what you see so far. So I went back and I saw the first episode, uh, Friendship is Magic Part 1. That's what it was called. And it's a cliffhanger. And... I was so into it by the time episode one ended. You're I just, just went, done. You were like, I, I got to get this next one. Yeah, I went right into the second one to all see right, how the right. story ended. I like that you say it, it's a cliffhanger. Yeah. So I think they did that on purpose, actually. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and so after episode two was you got finished, hooked. I you was were just hooked. I understand. And I just went to I get that three, way over shows. four, and on and on and on. I mean, I cheated. I mm. decided, this is so cool. I want to go ahead and see what the end is. Right. And I went ahead and saw the 
the episode at the end of season three where so you, you just princess. skipped ahead you didn't even I skipped ahead uh, I, I, I like spoilers but, but you, then I went back and okay, finished it okay. all you put the whole story together yeah I like that I like that and uh, after that um, uh, I went to summer vacation real quick and then I came back to college and during summer I had introduced my family to my little pony told them what I liked and what I was doing and during the summer, I had done some research, and I found out about bronies, okay. who were kids my age uh, and adults who liked the show, too. They watched it, and there was quite a lot of them. Uh, they, it was impressive. They already had their own name, bronies. Right. Uh, and I introduced first my dad to it. Surprised he took it kind of semi-well, and right. then he re- didn't got really into it. Then my sister... My mom was the uh, the hard one, but even soon after she came around. So the whole family's totally cool with the things you're into. There. Everything's totally cool, especially awesome. once y- y'all my... Y'all uh, sit around and watch it together. Yes, yeah, sometimes. That's awesome. Especially when I convinced my dad to uh, do a little research. There's mm-hmm. bronies just like me. They're all over the place. There's nothing weird about it. I'm just another new person in the crowd. Okay, how... Um what were your thoughts of... You just found out there were bronies. What was your first thought, like... My first thought was, I guess the only proper word was at first I was a little bit of a coward about it. Okay. Uh, my first pony merch I ever bought was in a Dollar General, and I was real quietly cowering behind the corner waiting for the people at the register okay, to Okay, okay. But then as time got by, it dawned on me, no, this is what I like. I'm going to do it. I don't care what anyone else thinks. To each his own, after all. And so I just... I didn't didn't let it bother me. It, I decided this is what I like. This is what I'm going to do, and it's now my passion. That's awesome, man. Besides, and that's what, uh, besides, more than any other show I'd seen, this show, Friendship is Magic, made me laugh. I hadn't laughed like that in a long time. That's awesome, dude. Like, I, I, again, my my biggest thing is like we talked about it. Bronies get made fun of. I I don't want to come in here like, oh, let's make fun of the Bronies. That's not what I'm I'm doing. I just met you last week and you were just, you just went like, this is what I'm into. This is what I love. This is what I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. And I like dudes that are passionate about stuff Mm -hmm. that are super into stuff. And here at Toxic City Comics, we got crazy collectors. We have Marvel collectors. We have DC collectors. um, We have Ninja Turtle collectors, guys Mm -hmm. that have amazing collections. They're super, hey, if this guy is on the cover, if he's in the book, uh, Moon Knight, whatever, I'm buying it. Harley Quinn, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, collectors uh, harley quinn there's a picture of her i'm buying it done deal and so that carries over into like again we've heard about the bronies just just being in the in and uh going to cons and stuff i've seen them have tables and stuff i know nothing about them so when i met you blown away by your what's the word i'm looking for um like you don't care you're just like this is your your, your attitude you're positive about it you're just like this is what i do mm-hmm. so i said i'm gonna get this dude on a podcast let him talk about what he's passionate about mm-hmm. and see where we end up you know um and uh so I dig that right now. T- tell them. So f- keep keep going. So from there, you got into bronies. Show the family. Everybody's into bronies. Where'd you go? Where'd you go from there? Well, I hadn't met any other bronies other than myself. And you've heard about them online. So I heard about them online. Okay. So I decided after summer vacation at college, I would see. I'd take a gamble and decided since anyone can make their own club, I decided to see if I could try to possibly make a brony club bring other people like me who were scared to show themselves in the light and show them that this is college. You don't have to worry about uh, football players in high school dumping you in dumpsters anymore. <laughs> Did that happen to you? No, it didn't happen to okay. me. I was homeschooled. Oh, okay, I was okay. kind of lucky on so that. So your sister didn't beat you up at home then? No. No, okay, I'm just kidding. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, my see. sister used to beat me up when we were little. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. 
Um, and I decided to put flyers all around campus, uh, and I wrote a constitution, if it, of course, took. Right, right. And I said, uh, my name is Andrew right now. I'm a brony. If you are also a brony, meet me in the library, and we'll see if we can start a club called Bronies. Okay. And I went to the library, of course, uh, on the chosen day. It was August 2013, and I was surprised how all of a sudden seven people walked up the stairs to my desk, and they all wanted to join. That's awesome. And I was just amazed, because half of me was telling me that this isn't going to work. Right. And the other half was saying, hey, at least I tried, and I'm still going to be into it nonetheless. Right. And just seeing those seven people, um, I don't remember all their names, because college, uh, when you eventually right. you graduate, but uh, one of them was my Lieutenant Jordan Holland, who you okay. know. And uh, we signed the Constitution. I became the Prime Minister, the leader of the club. Okay. And... Uh, that started a whole new adventure in bronyism for me. That's awesome. For, uh, for a whole year, uh, I ran the club as prime minister, uh, and we did a lot of fun. We brought equestrian holidays, which you see in the show, into real life. We did a Hoff's Warming at Christmas time. We did something for Hearts and Hooves Day. And our biggest bash, of course, was uh, at the very end of the semester, the spring semester, we had the Grand Galloping Gala. That's awesome. A big banquet, and a lot of people showed up, uh, more than I thought would show up. We were all in uniform and had a lot of fun. And other than the big celebrations, we always had fun. We watched episodes. We looked over art. Uh, we discussed the show. Uh, and we uh, did a good bit of charity work, because that's what bronyism is about. It's about uh, watching a show that we all love, uh, enjoying it, discussing it as friends, mm -hmm. and living what it teaches uh, the show teaches the, what I like to call the big three, friendship, love, and harmony, and how important they are. And harmony and friendship have six components. Uh, magic, loyalty, laughter, honesty. I see so many things, and now all of a sudden I'm... Uh, I hear you, I'm, man. I hope I'm not slipping. No, That's you're three. good. Um, uh, so they've taken friendship yes. and chopped it up, and this, this is what makes up, uh, you said friendship, right? Yeah. Right. And what were these? It was friendship, harmony, and what was the other one? Let's see. Uh, friendship, harmony, and love, which are six parts. Let me try one more time. Okay, go ahead. Uh, loyalty, honesty, magic, laughter, kindness, and honesty. Okay, very cool. Was that six? I think so. Yes. Those are the six, so I supposed to be slipped earlier. That's cool, man. But yeah. Uh, and... It teaches why these are important, and it, sometimes it's hard to do the right thing. Sometimes it's hard to be honest. Sometimes it's easy to just go with the new guys and leave your friends behind. Right, right. But the thing is, that's what friendship is. You, uh, is being with the, doing what you love with the people you love. You could go and be a great success, but if you don't have anyone to share it with, what was the point of it all? Right. Right, you're just lonely. You're just right. lonely. And people can talk about you as a great man mm -hmm. or a great woman. And there's a lot of them in history. But the question is, did, does anyone ever remember that person for being a good man or a good woman? I'm not saying did they fall between good and evil. I'm right, just right. saying, did they have friends? Did they love anybody? Did right. they care about anybody? Did they have anyone to share the, the fun and the happiness and the glory with? Right, right, right. And so after... 
And unfortunately, in My Little Pony, there is actually a character in uh. which all that happened to. His name is Dorsal the Bearded. He didn't want any friends. He just wanted to be by himself and do his magic uh, tricks and all that. And at the end of his life, he wrote in his journal that his life had been a failure because he never understood friendship. Right. So you're saying the people in your life are more important. The, the experiences you have, the, uh, the people in your life are more important than the things, like the houses, the money, the, mm-hmm. you're saying. That's what the things My Little Pony have, has taught you mm-hmm. as, a, as, you know, grown watching it, you know what and I'm saying? And another thing about now, friendship Let me ask is, you this. Where would you feel like you'd be without My Little Pony? Well, I don't like thinking about that, but I probably still wouldn't have any friends. Okay. I'd be leading a very boring life right now. And, well, I would probably be looking at a future where all that matters is trying to be a success, but right. ultimately living a very quiet, boring life until I pass on. Okay. But so My Little Pony has brought a little adventure in your life? Adventure, excitement. Friends. Friends. That's awesome. Uh, it, I would like to say personally that, in my opinion, friendship is magic was very much like a new beginning for me. Okay. Something that and, uh, I hadn't really found anywhere else. And that's awesome that your parents were just on board, like your dad. Yeah. You know, I have a bunch of sons. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't know how I'd be if they were like, hey, I'm into mm-hmm. this pink pony, but your dad totally supported you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it would throw me off. I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. So that's kind of cool mm-hmm. that they uh, they backed you. And then so okay. so you started Combronis. Yeah. You're in that. And then where do you go from there? Now you're, you're out of Com, right? Yeah. Uh, I was out of Com, and... Uh, the college, uh, the co- club at college lasted another year with my lieutenant now as prime minister. Okay. According to the constitution, I got a promotion, so I'm now Prince Andrew, actually, of Equestria. Right. And you just go by that, right? Sometimes. Right. But don't think I'm conceded or anything. No. It's, I mean, it's your title. You're a prince. You earned it. You started the whole thing. Yeah. So you rock and roll. Go ahead. Yeah. And, uh, but unfortunately, in the second year, people went elsewhere. And we right. always hoped new people would come into the group, but... No one, no new people was coming in. We got support from other groups who were like us to to an extent, right. but in the end, the um, club just dwindled. And then college changed the rules on us. Uh, college in the mainland never was too happy that there was a brony group there. Why do you feel that way? Because for the first time ever, they actually had to vote whether or not they would accept Con Bronies as a club organization. Every, every time before then, I had been the student government, mm-hmm. and I had, was fortunate to be vice president at the time. Uh, lucky stroke on my part. Right. Anyway, they had always voted unanimous. New club wants in, they're in. Right. All hands went up. And for the first time in history, the Combronies want to be recognized as an official organization. Uh, shall we have a vote? And for the first time ever, they actually had to vote on it. And we were super lucky. Uh, 16 yay, 15 nay. One vote, and we made it in. Okay. Uh, but, but, it, but it was just the idea that half the college didn't even want us. They right, thought right. we were weird. They thought we were crazy. They just didn't want us around. They didn't get you. They, they didn't, didn't get, get us. Yeah. Uh, even the president, the only student technically above my head, she was even uh, a little shaky on it. Right. Uh, and... Uh, I guess I can understand why, mm-hmm. and I can quickly explain that. I mean, I know tons of dudes that are a little crazy and a little weird, and they're yeah. some of my best buds. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I mean, I know how the world probably looks yeah. at it when they first think of the idea. I know how I was at the very beginning. Uh, you know, you're a guy that likes My Little Pony. 
what is wrong with you? Are you a pedophile? Are you a homo or something? Mm. And neither of those are true. Uh, bronies are not homos. In fact, it's actually an insult to call one that. Right. And I think it's an insult to call anybody. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. And bronies are absolutely not pedophiles. Right. We're the furthest thing away from that. In fact, if we saw a guy beating up on a little kid, we'd go over there and knock his lights out because you don't do that to a little kid. Uh, What we've actually did in my brony club and lots of other bronies around uh, the United States is we've actually raised money to help kids in hospitals. That's awesome. And we've uh, well, you were telling me a little bit about that. What was the big deal? The the your your pie thing. What was? Oh yeah, for Hearts and Hooves Day. And this is uh, like a Valentine's. It was like a Valentine's okay. Day. What we decided to do was have technically Pyabroni Day. Pyabroni Day, that's well, awesome. Well, we all stood outside, and it was kind of mm. cold, but yeah. we filled paper plates up with whipped cream, and if you walked by and put something in the hat, a penny, a dollar, ten dollars, whatever, right. you got to get a pie and throw it at us. And sometimes we would throw them at each other. Mm, that's we, awesome. We had a ball, and uh, the first year we collected, I think, seven, 70, 80 some bucks, okay. which we sent to St. Jude's. The second year, we uh, collected about the same amount, and we sent to uh, Shriners Children's Hospital in That's Galveston. Awesome. And this is how many bronies are in this club at this point? Uh, unfortunately, I don't like, I don't right. like to say this, but right. College of Mainland changed rules on us finally. Right, right. And they, well, con bronies, unfortunately, no longer really exist. We had to move off campus. But we went out with one last bang. We had a second gala, and we had a great time doing it. So now we basically moved to, or at least tried to move uh, into Toxic City. Well, okay. hopefully we're welcome. And when we yeah, very welcome. And uh, we kind of had to, of course, rename it Galveston County Bronies. Okay, okay. And um, how many Bronies do you feel are in Galveston County? I can't say for sure how many. I know there's me and uh, Jordan and mm-hmm. uh, uh, two other people I know for sure. But right. there's, so you, would you say at least twenty, thirty, or less than that? I would say at least. 2030. Now, okay. all, they're all over the place. You never right. know one until someone approaches you or you notice something about them and you ask about them. They go, yeah, I watched that show too. Right. Uh, but the unfortunate thing is a lot of bronies like me at one time are just unfortunately still scared of what the world would think about them if and when they find out that they watch uh, My Little Pony because most people still think of it as a little girl kitty show. Right. And that's, and the world still has this thing called the pink-blue syndrome. If it's blue, it's for boys. If it's pink, it's for girls. And if it's for girls, it's girly and thus lame, which is not true, not in the least. Just because uh, it falls on, uh, in one category doesn't mean it's wrong. Yeah, Bobby might not be quite as exciting as... Star Wars. Right. But that doesn't mean Barbie isn't interesting. My mm-hmm. sister loves Barbie. She collects <laughs> the movies. And it's might not be it's different from Star Wars, but it's great in its own thing. Star Wars is great for doing what it does. Barbie's great for doing what she does. Thomas the Tankagen is great for doing what he does, and My Little Pony is great for doing what they do. And yeah, I'll admit, back in the eighties, in G one, My Little Pony was a little girl show. That's mm-hmm. all Hasbro was thinking. It's for little girls just to get money for toys. Right. But Lauren Faust, the creator of French Was Magic, when she redid the show, she redid it to be a family show. Something that brother, sister, mom, and dad can all sit down together and watch. Uh, and yeah, I did say brother and father in that sentence. Because mm-hmm. it's not a family show. It teaches the whole family something. Yeah, it's candy-colored ponies. 
uh, on TV, but it's candy-colored ponies who are having real everyday problems that we all have, and if they figure out how to get through them and do the right thing in the end. Sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's a little easier, but ultimately it's a show about uh, everyday problems and how and why friendship is the key to fixing these things, why you need support from your friends, and how wonderful it is. Like the show says, friendship is magic. It's a kind of magic. It's, it's a little strange, but it's just so amazing how you meet someone for the first time, and you say, hi, my name is, and you say, hi, my yeah. name is. And then there's this spark, like you see in the show, when mm-hmm. Twilight realizes that she is, has friends for the first time ever, this amazing spark, and the only way to really describe it is it's, it's magic. How two people who have n- know nothing of each other, whether different color, gender, sex, race, whatever, they become friends. And sometimes, very often, friendship becomes something more than just an acquaintance. It becomes a lifelong bond, and some, of course, end up becoming husband and wife. And uh, some become best friends, inseparable uh, until uh, the last days. And it's just, how is that possible that two people can have that kind of a relationship? Connection, yeah. Because it just is. It, because friendship is magic. That's awesome, man. And I, that's what I'm and saying. And that is that, exactly what the show teaches. And that's what uh, caught my eye about you, how passionate you were about something. Mm-hmm. And again, it's easy to make fun of. Mm-hmm. But I said, man, this guy stands up for what he believes in. You know, he's bold. He, he just doesn't care. I mean, let's let's. I want to talk to him. I want to see what's going down on the podcast. Here's a really good uh, yeah, go uh, whoop for a lot of people. Uh, a really famous man that we all know, John Delancey from Star, uh, Star Trek. He played Q. Okay. He's a brony. Really? In fact, he plays Discord on the My Little Pony show. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and Tara Strong, who voices Twilight, she's a brony. In fact, pretty much the entire staff who does the show are bronies. And these are grown people. Right. And it's and just the idea that John Delancey, mm-hmm. Q, likes My Little Ponies, <laughs> yeah. And believe it or not, the man who played uh, Cook on the original Star Trek, mm-hmm. who's still with us, he's admitted, as far as I, I, I last heard, he's a brony too. That's awful. Is there any big, t- can, you, can you name any tough bronies out there that you're like, here's a tough guy, watches My Little Pony? Well, first of all, my lieutenant, Jordan, I would have never assumed he was a brony, just... He's bigger than me. He's right. much more muscular. Uh, he can lift heavier weights in the gym <laughs> than I can. And uh, he's a cool cat. I met him. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been at three conventions. Yeah. So let's talk time. about that. Tell me what's the your favorite brony convention? Well, the place I like to go to is Fiesta Equestria. It Fiesta com- Equestria, best name ever. Yeah, it, it is. It, it, it really gets me is. excited. I like it. It sounds yeah. like a party. Go ahead. Yeah, and uh, it's always at West Chase Houston okay. every year. This I. Just and, okay, in Houston, how many how many people do you feel roundabout? It doesn't have to be right on the nose, but... Uh, in Houston, or came to the convention. They go to the convention. In the convention, there was at least 500 bronies there. At least. So there, at least. But probably much more. I would... If I was getting, giving a much more out-of-my-mouth estimate, I right. would say at least 1,000. So what are your first impressions? You walk in... Is your, your first, let's talk about your first time going to Fiesta Equestria. Did I, I say that right? Yes. My first okay. Fiesta Equestria, it was like... Uh, I like to use this example. It Go was ahead. like Dorothy and her friends in the Wizard of Oz walking into the Emerald City for the first time. Okay, okay. It was, it was amazing, and it was just mind-boggling 
all at the same time, that here is the big time. This is where all bronies meet up, and this is where they have a lot of fun. This is where you can find things you can't find in stores. And more importantly, these are my brothers and sisters in bronyism, and there's so many of them. Uh, I don't... These are all friends I've never met before, and yet we're already friends because... We all believe in friendship as magic. Right. My brothers and sisters all around me, and I suddenly find myself with this huge, wonderful family. I already had found a family at Combronis, of course. Right. But it's like now I get to meet the An extended family. The extended family and everybody in it. That's cool. Tell me real quick some cool stuff that happens at a Festria Equestria. That's Fest... Whatever. Fiesta, yeah, you Fiesta, heard. Fiesta Equestria. Fiesta uh, Equestria. Yeah, there's uh, this. One of the highlights is always the vendors. People, okay. uh, artists, uh, craft makers, they come with their own versions of paintings, uh, right. plushies, uh, buttons, all sorts of really cool stuff. And some things you would never even dream would be uh, My Little Pony product. And yet they are, and it's so really cool to collect all this stuff. And there's uh, events that happen, panels in which we discuss the show, parts of the show, a mm-hmm. uh, lot of fun uh, that goes on, and often there's special guest stars. Uh, my first uh, Fiesta Equestria, Andrea Libman, was there. She's the voice of Pinkie Pie and Fluttershy. That's cool. And man. I got her autograph, and in fact, I got her to sign my book for Pinkie Pie and Fluttershy. That's awesome. So I now know, because I, I have proof in my book, this mm. is what Pinky's signature looks like. This is what Fluttershy's signature looks like. <laughs> That's funny. I um, and let's see, let's see what else. You let's awesome, awesome about uh, broniness. Let's talk about you. You're wearing right now, as I'm talking to you, people can't see you, but what you got on? Well, this is um, what I like to call my brony uniform. Okay. I collected pieces over the over time. The buttons. Uh, How many buttons are there? Ooh, this isn't even half of them. But uh, uh, okay, this is why I got mostly at my first convention. There's. Uh, buttons well, I how got, many do you uh, have the, right uh, there on your thing, you think? Like 20? About, about 20. And I yeah. got most, got those all at different Almost like badges? Almost like badges? That's the vibe? Yeah. Kind of okay. like that. Uh, yeah. The, the Luna pendant I got on the internet just recently. Uh, dog tags you can find at Walmart. Right. The, uh, the uh, lanyard I got from also my first uh, Fiesta Question for five bucks. Oh, cool. But uh, it makes it special because that's where you got it? Yeah. It's a good memory. And uh, the stole, which on one side is Celestia's colors and the other side is Luna's colors, this was the official uniform of Combronis. Uh, so when, the when, y'all, when the officers, when y'all met up, would y'all all wear those? Sometimes. Uh, I'll always at special occasions. Okay. Totally. Like at the gala. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, I understand you're also a writer. I am a writer. What, what have you written? Uh, my pen name is Nocturne Dreamwrite, and right. like my OC. Mm-hmm. And what I've written is um, the story on the internet right now. All you gotta do is go- Google it up. Uh, the Silver Pony Slippers, which is uh, my idea of taking a Haswell loves doing this, taking an episode from G One and redoing it, refreshing it for G Four with G Four characters. Okay. Okay. I'm currently working on a sequel called The Princess and the Duckies. Hopefully, I'll finish that before next summer. And uh, in fact, next summer at the next Fiesta Question, I'm planning on possibly getting my own panel. That's awesome. Who do you talk to about that? You just got to get in touch with the officers of Fiesta Equestria and okay. see if they can make room for it somewhere. 
That's awesome. That's okay. what do, uh, what goes on in a in a in a brony meeting normally? Because I know you haven't officially had a a big turnout yet. We're waiting on them. You know, we, mm-hmm. we have the doors open. Thursdays you meet around what time? Thursdays usually around twelve thirty. Okay, and anybody that wants to come can kind of yeah come out. Um, and maybe maybe we'll pick different times. Maybe it'll be better. Maybe people have to mm-hmm. work. Maybe they come in after work. Maybe later on in the afternoon might be good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, if say you had three or four people in the club or, or in the meeting, what would you guys normally talk about? Well, what always comes up is, did you see the latest episode? And uh, is, is there a new season? Is something going on? What's... Yeah, currently uh, we're in season five, which okay. has just started up again. They had a quick little hiatus in between. When do they air? Uh, always usually on Saturday in the morning. Okay, Saturday yeah. mornings. Yeah, and um, that's usually the first thing. Did you see the new episode? Did you like it? Did you not? Uh, what was in it? Um, what do you think's next? Right. Uh, then get on to some other things. Uh, have you seen the latest uh, piece on the uh, Equestria Daily? That's the big official Brony newspaper. Okay. Uh, on the internet, I've always looked at uh, looking that up. Uh, what do you think? What would it be like? Uh, questions come up. Like, what if they went this direction with the show next? What if right. they came up with this idea. Did you see that story on film fiction where they were doing, came up with this creative idea? Did you see, did you see, do okay. you, what do you think of, uh, 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 the it, more you ask questions, the more, the more, more you get It goes and goes and goes and goes, just like anything else. You know, that's super cool. And, um, and it's also really cool when someone doesn't just ask a question, they go, I got something I want to show you. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, also, uh, like I said, really caught my eye. First thing, you walking in with a cane. Mm-hmm. I was like, who's this dude just walking in with the cane? I thought that was cool. Inside the cane, what's inside that cane? Well, what's inside it is uh, a sword, which I, uh, I've i always wanted one of those, and I finally found what I could afford. Right. They do get up there. And, and why do you carry that? Well, the, I've always told people the reason I carry a cane isn't because I have a bad leg or anything. Mm-hmm. It's because it's British fashion. Okay. Back in the day, gentlemen always wore hats. They always had long coats, and they always had canes. You always have a hat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the point of the cane was it's a symbol of basically uh, power. It shows that uh, back in the old days, generals carried swords, mm-hmm. and gentlemen would carry canes. Same idea. It shows that I am a man, and I have power as a man. Uh, but other than that, in the modern day, you don't really see that much in fashion. Men don't wear top hats every day right. anymore, and they don't wear long coats, because this is, after all, Texas, after all. Right, right, right. Uh, but the good thing about a cane is the main thing. 90% out of 100, people will not bother people who have canes. I mean, talking about muggers. Right. Uh, wanting your money or something like that. Yeah, yeah, They see someone with a cane, they usually don't bother him. Right. Because they know that guy could just suddenly turn around and bump him on the head. Right, and you double act. You double action. You got like a cane and a sword. You're ready to go. Yeah. Whenever I was, I said you're like you're like a you're like a like a brony ninja right now. When I saw you, you know what I'm saying. So I thought that was cool. Like I said, one of the most interesting people, as in. I don't know anything about your world, man. So I appreciate you coming in and just being open, being honest, being you know, kind of teaching me. And my biggest thing, you know, um, not judging other people who maybe don't think the way I think or maybe that are different. And and so. Well, before we do end, there's something yeah. I do want to say. Okay. I do have ahead, a message man. for my bro- brony brothers and sisters if they ever hear this. Uh-huh. You don't need to hide anymore. We're all in this together. We all love Friendship is Magic. We believe Friendship is Magic. 
We see each other in the characters. We see ourselves in the characters. We go through the same problems that the ponies do. Our friends, uh, our brothers and sisters, that's where the word bronies, brony and bronyism came from. We are brothers and sisters of the ponies. Whether you want to go by brony or pegasister, we love this stuff. We believe in this stuff. And it does matter. Because while there's a lot of other shows that are simply bland, they don't teach anything. They just, they're just there to kill time. And, they, and often they're disgusting. My Little Pony has qualities and values that we believe in. And uh, I'll actually go ahead and say this. Very cleverly, I do believe, Hasbro put Christian principles into this show. Uh, they don't actually say God or Jesus or anything like that, of course, because they can't. Mm-hmm. But... The fact that I one time heard them say in an episode, heaven, it shows that this show teaches what is good. And as long as you do what is morally good, if you let your heart lead you the right direction, you choose the right path, even if the right path means you won't be as successful, even if it means you won't get that big house and all that money and that fancy car and all those ghouls around you it it might that might be what friendship leads away from but friendship is always the best path because with friendship with the stuff and the great values that my little pony teaches people will remember us uh i hope the i certainly hope the show doesn't end for a long time and Mm -hmm. i certainly hope bronies never die out but people will remember us for being good people. Not for being weird. I know we're very different. We're very different from all of the fandoms. But hopefully when it's, uh, when it's all finished up, we will continue because we believe. And like I said, people will remember us for being good, kind, generous, honest, loyal, laughing people who do believe that friendship is magic. And that when you have friendship, there is harmony. And when there is harmony, there is love. I'm not saying that we can't make peace on Earth. That's a miracle that unfortunately will never happen because it simply won't. Earth is not utopia and neither is Equestria. Equestria has its own problems that need to be resolved. And the ponies try to do that. In our world, we have problems too that need to be resolved. What I'm saying is we need to try and if we try, no one can ever say we didn't try. That's what bronyism is about. Trying to make the world a better place and making sure that in this world, even if everyone else around us is doing the wrong thing, we are doing the right thing because friendship is magic. Thank you. That's amazing. Mr. Andrew, thanks for coming on. Thanks for dropping a little brony knowledge on us. I have... I thought this was going to go way different, but I like the uh, the morals. I like all the, the stuff you're saying, man. Um, anything we can do to, to, to help you in your quest, let us know. You know, So we gave any bronies out there that want to come meet with Mr. Andrew, maybe we need to work on a better time to meet up or something, and we'll get that going. That's but, right. yeah, check it out. Thanks again. Once again, man, uh, we'll be back in a sec. Thank you so much. Thank you. We just want to thank Mr. Andrew himself. Uh 
he's a brony man. He got in it. This is what he leaves. He found happiness in it. He found joy in it. He found um, almost a meaning of life as in, hey, it's the relationships you build and not the things you have all the time um, that, that, that help you get through life. And I just really appreciate that, man. Um, I like that he has found something to bring him out of a, a lonely spot in his life and, um, you know, give him a little purpose, give him a little hope in the world. And, uh, you know, if he can make mankind better for that, uh, all, all the power to him. Mr. Andrew, thank you for being on our show, man. You taught me a lot, um, a lot of changed my perspective a lot on what bronies are and what they believe and uh, the, the heartbeat that is behind, you know, these, these, like he said, candy colored horses is a lot stronger than, than maybe we know, you know, and, um, you can replace my little pony with whatever you want as far as what you love and, uh, and find the good things in it and apply that to your life and change the world for the better. And I super dig that about Mr. Andrew, uh, man, you always have a place here at toxic city to come to hang out, uh, bring your crew and, you know, maybe we'll try to make this brony thing a thing. I don't know. Like I said, we don't know much about it, but Mr. Andrew comes in is now weekly for the last few weeks and is teaching us some stuff and we're just kind of down for whatever. As long as people are having a good time, we're here to hang out. Um, and, uh, you know, so that's, uh, that's that, man. I'm super excited. Thanks again. Like I said, you have a place here, brother. If you need anything from us, um, holla, Mr. Andrew. Thanks again for being on the show. Again, October 17th, we have an art show by Mr. Dirk Strangely. And as I'm speaking now, we are putting together. It's not set in stone, so there's a giant maybe, but I think it's going to be a probably October 30th. If you are not doing anything the day before Halloween, you clear your schedule right now. You clear it right now right behind Toxic City Comics. You will start off in the back room of Toxic City Comics and then be launched into Toxic City Zombie Alley. That's right. We are trying to put together right now not a haunted house, but an alley full of zombies that you have to run through with the flag around your waist. We're doing it flag football style. If a zombie gets your flag, you are dead, my friend. The scenario is your friend is hurt and dying and he needs a med pack and the med packs are in this alley behind Toxic City Comics. It'll be a white box with a red cross on it. You must... Find a med pack, get to your destination, and they will bring you back to your to heal your friend with this med pack. But the only problem is you have to make it between 30 and 40 zombies down this alleyway. It's about a block long. So can you do it? Are you up for the challenge? I think. Don't hold me to this. We're doing it for donations. Um, October 30th, probably from about 7 to 10-ish, 7 to 10.30, depending on how long our zombies want to be out there. We, we're getting, um, if you want to volunteer to be a zombie, we're looking for about 30 to 40 volunteers, um, which we already have about 15 to 20 on the list. And we just started planning this thing like three days ago. So if you want to be a zombie, you need to jump on that. Give us a call. Come in and talk to the city. Talk to Chevy. That's me chevy chavria the excellence of podcast execution come talk to us man we are doing a zombie alley october 30th we want to do something for halloween we didn't know what it was we went to this we think it's a brilliant idea so thank you to all the zombies who have already signed up you guys are amazing and i think i'm out on that no man not not a whole lot to plug um you know i'm gonna i I, when i'm recording this i don't know what i'm gonna play but I'm looking for a uh, maybe a little brony band. I heard there's bon- some brony punk rock in honor of Mr. Andrew himself. I'm going to look around. I'm going to find a brony rock and roll before I air this. And uh, I think I'm going to put it on the end. So I have no idea what band's coming up. It's probably going to be about bronies or from bronies, about My Little Pony, some rock and roll in honor of my friend, Mr. Andrew. Thanks for coming on the show, my friend. I'm going to look around, find some cool music, attach it to the end. Come back next week, man. I think uh, I think maybe, no promises, I think Mr. Derek Thomason is stopping back by. If you don't know Derek, we will be talking about uh, collections. We might be talking about Kid and Play. I think that's what, what was going down. And we are talking about, um, again, 
the one event I'm, I forgot to mention at the beginning, October 10th, I believe, we are having the fourth annual, first annual, the fourth first annual, I should say, National RoboCop Day. We'll talk more about that next week. National RoboCop Day at Toxic City Comics, uh, October 10th. That's exciting with Mr. Derek Thomason next week, I believe. So uh, if that's not it, don't hate me. I switch up my show sometimes. That's what I'm going with. On that note, love all your listeners. Thanks for coming along with us. Thanks for riding with us. Thanks for coming on this adventure. We are out, baby. Uh-huh.